Spurs and Arsenal finally lose. Or wait, should they have lost? VR drama everywhere in the league. Goals galore. And yeah, Hurricane. All this on Mind of the Fans podcast. Let's go! Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us again. This is Mind of the Fans podcast. I'm David. He's Spy. Spy, how you doing? I'm very good, David. How are you? I'm amazing. I'm good. I'm good. I'm just chilling. What's up with you? Any Anything to celebrate? Anything before we move on with the show? Um, no, not really. Not really? No, nothing? No. No. Question, quick question before we move on. Other than soccer, do you watch any other sports like NBA? I'm a very huge Golden State Warriors fan. And I will stand them through, stand with them through thick and thin. Okay. That's, I, I mean, I like the Warriors, but I'm not that much of, the, of a fan. My Warriors best player ever had on every single player in the whole league. That's what I need to just put out there. Okay, I'll cut that short. Hope you're having an amazing week so far, though. <laughs> oh, wow. My week has been good, you know. Steph Curry cooking. LeBron James aging. Man U winning. Arsenal. <laughs> okay. Since, since that's how you want to go, we'll move on with that. Let's get on. Our first and foremost, as usual, let's start by saying thank you to all our amazing listeners. So far, we've immersed a constant listening audience. So we thank you guys for sticking with us. As usual, we hope you keep vibrating with us, you know, keep going with us steadily. Do not stop the good work or inspire as well. Keep up the good work. Perfect. Yes. So let's start. First off, obviously, so many things have happened in the last match week, match week 11. So more drama V from VAR to goals to hat tricks of assists and some other little things here and there. So Spy, let's kick off with the predictions, right? Yep. Yep, let's kick on with that. The predictions were very, very, very bad this week. Oh, they were terrible. I'm sorry. I don't but they think were terrible. there was any one that was even close. They were terrible. I'm sorry. And you know what? We had Gadge on the show. Our man, I think, like, I think he's the cause of it, honestly. Yeah. He influenced me into seeing some dodgy score lines. Yeah, we had we had Gadge on the show on oh, sorry on IG Live when we were making this prediction. And he was just saying some really weird ass stuff. And I think we shouldn't have done what we did though. Agreeing with him. Yeah, he 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 messed up my head in this call line. He was saying some dodgy stuff, but it is what it is. Yeah, so let's start with the predictions. Fulham United, we went for 2-0 to United. I think well, that was the closest. I think that, that was, was the actually closest. the closest. And I say that out of feeling embarrassed that I'm, I'm coming out and saying my team is going to lose. I didn't say that with confidence that we're actually going to win. Okay, but that was the closest. We went for... So next up, Brentford West Ham went for West Ham winning 3-1. Masty Bournemouth went for 5-0. I mean, okay... You know what? Mathematically, we are correct, though. See, Bonnot, six, yeah. One. Yeah, six, one. But so mathematically. Gad said eight. Eight, <laughs> nil. No, trust me. If Haaland had stayed in that game, I'm 100% sure it would have been eight. Honestly, now. man, he should have done a lot in the first half, man. Why is he waiting for so long? Nah. Sheffield Wolves went for Wolves 2-1. Bolly Palace went for Bolly winning 1-0. Oh, my God. No way we did that. Yes, way we did. Wait, wait, no, I have something here. I think I put I went for Palace 2 0 because I have 2 0 in brackets. By I mean, the that side. was not, that was Joseph Dassidy. Oh, so that Gadge actually got that one. Gadge got that one, yeah, yeah. Gadge got that one, okay. Everton Brighton went for Brighton winning 3 1. Shocking. 
Arsenal, sorry, Newcastle, Arsenal went for Arsenal winning 2-1. You went for, I, well, I went for Arsenal winning 2-1. You went for Newcastle winning 2-1. Forest so mathi- mathematically, I'm correct in that one. Well, mathematically, <laughs> mathematically doesn't win Palace though. Whatever. Forest Villa, Forest Villa, you went for Villa winning 3-1. Honestly, Villa are coming from such a good form and they go to Forest and wow, that was shocking. They, they literally just went. But the shocker there. was Luton Town. Yeah, Luton Town, Liverpool, you went for 4-1. You went for 4-1. On Luton that. really held themselves together. Yeah. And just before we move on, big condolences and big ups to Luis Diaz. Yeah. Going through what he's guy. going through and still playing at his best. Wow. Wow. Anyways, last game of the Match week, the big one, obviously. Spurs, Chelsea. I think Spurs, sorry, Chelsea will be in a lot of big games in the next coming weeks. So, Spurs, Chelsea. We what went did I predict for that? 1 0. Well, I mean, I did a Chelsea win. So. Yeah, I went for I went for 2 1 to Chelsea, and Gadge went for 3 1 to Spurs. And that's a Chelsea fan, by the way. Such, yeah, such it was lack crazy. Of confidence. Lack of confidence. <laughs> Shocking. Just to put it out there, that Chelsea game, that was the most unimpressive hat-trick in the world. That was very... I, I mean, we'll get into that, but that was just... I don't... I don't let, me not even, let me not say what I want to say. I'll just cry. Just what I was saying. <laughs> let, us, let us jump into the actual... Let's jump into the actual results, shall we? I mean, I'm I'm quite embarrassed to even say because we got, we went miles out on this one. Okay, okay. my you Fulham, yeah. Manchester United Fulham, Man U won one 0 Bruno Fernandes sitting in the late minute. Yeah. Brentford West Ham, Brentford won three two. Crystal Palace away to Burnley, picked up on the way victory, two 0 Everton Brighton one all draw. Manchester City Bournemouth at the Etihad, we know what result that is six one. Six one. Sheffield Wolverhampton, Sheffield really stuck their ground. First win of the season. First exactly. win of the season. And won that comfortably 2-1. Newcastle Arsenal, a lot of VAR, a lot of open eyes. And the most underlooked thing about the fixture, your goalkeeper. Newcastle won one nil. Nottingham Forest, Aston Villa, 2-0. So Nottingham Forest. Luton Town, Liverpool, one or draw. And finally, Spurs, Chelsea, 4-1 to Chelsea. Yeah. So before we move on, why did you say... Why, what, what, what happened to my keeper? What do you do? Well, basically, that is... So, personally, that is the most underlooked mistake in that whole game. And I think he just dodged the bullet. Okay, what is your I, keeper's name? Right, I, I get Good. what you mean. Yeah, so I, I Raya, know what you mean, yeah. You know what I mean, right? Yeah, he dodged the bullet. Yeah. But honestly, I don't see... I don't. If he starts tomorrow, then I just think that Ateta is on drugs. When you say, right, I'm, and I'm looking back now, I'm looking at all the shows I watched, all the... You know, no one actually spoke about that. Like because that's what I'm saying is if you watch the goal, people focused on, like I said, people always like to complain rather than face the actual mistake. If he dealt with that, like Ram, I feel Ramsdale would have done way better in that situation. And I think because social media has been saying Raya's um positioning on corners and free kicks are so good. Now his distribution just. He thinks he can just come out and swipe the day. You're forgetting you are not six. You are not six. six you are not six foot seven. Right? You're not that tall to be coming out and be doing stuff. Like, you're not doing a rumor, mate. Stay and yeah. go and watch. Well, and yeah, since we're 
pretty much on this. Let's just start from this, the Newcastle-Arsenal game. Um, obviously, Newcastle ended Arsenal's on BT run to this, in this season, or to this season, my bad, with a 1-0 win. Um, Anthony Gordon scoring the only goal of the game. Before we go into the, obviously, there, there were a lot of controversies, not just even the goal controversies, but there were, there were a lot of things that happened that I think we'll talk about in a minute. But like in terms of the game itself, I think that was a really good game. In terms of there was intensity, exactly, yeah, 100%. like you hardly see those type of games like that. So when you see two teams that are fighting, you know what two, two of those teams are fighting for. When you see the physicality of the game and how they were going at each other, like don't get me wrong, in a game where there were no goals and even very little shots on target, but you could still see how interesting the game was. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So that I think that's the only plus side of that game we'll, we'll talk about. Um, obviously, Newcastle got the three points. Boo-hoo. But let's start with the first controversy on the game. I, I don't want to spend too much on it, so we'll just talk about it quickly and get on it. Bruno Gimaraes, do you think he should have remained on that page? Gimaraes, no. Because if you watch the replay, yeah, you could see the malicious intent in that challenge. Exactly. You could see he was biting his lips. He was going... Not for the ball. He had other intentions and the ball was not in his intentions right there. Exactly. Like even like let's let's even talk, let's even keep let's keep all the let's keep all the petty ones, you know, just the shoving back. Let's look at the elbow. The elbow to his head. Exactly to Georgino's head. That was it. That's meant to be a straight way. VR didn't intervene in that door. Yeah, I don't I don't know why that how that happened, but wow. Who was the referee for that match again? I don't know. Let me see. Let me just quickly pull it up. Let me see. Stuart Atwell, he was the referee for that game. Stuart Atwell was the referee for that game. Okay, so here, so from my perspective, yeah, I agree. Like there were a lot of um, overlooked red cards, some malicious intent, and everything. But there's one thing we've seen in every single game of the Premier League. Not every single game, but like every single game that had via interventions like that and lack of like managers' contentment and so on and so forth. Yeah. You always had like either the the PGMOL come out the next day or the next two days and apologize to the club or something like that. But we did not hear that against Arsenal and Newcastle. I so mean, that te- means, technically, it's that means they, were, um... they, were, they were quite happy with what they saw. So far, we haven't heard anything so far. Yeah. So definitely. maybe by tomorrow, we might see an update or whatever. But so far, we, from what we know to our very best, they are quite happy with what they saw in the game. And yeah, no word I've been said because... The last referee that had a controversy, he was demoted to the championship, which is coming back next week against um Man City. But yeah, he was yeah. demoted just to say that okay, they actually do review it after the game and so on and so forth. So we'll wait to see Newcastle. Zone. We'll wait to see that, yeah. And also another challenge also, Kai Havertz. Do you think that was it? I mean, looking at it obviously from the first review, you think yeah. straight red. Uh, no matter the review, I, f- I think it's a straight red because if it's all about referees being consistent, that exact tackle, even a better one, when I mean a better one, he got the ball mostly. Yeah. Chelsea against um, Tottenham. Was it Romero? Romero got the ball. It was his follow through that made him get sent off. If That's... you watch that, if you watch that challenge, he yeah, got the I ball remember, clearly yeah. and his follow through made him get sent off. And Havertz on, swear, yeah, that should be a straight red. So have to me, in my opinion, Havertz and Bruno should be sent off. And I mean, I agree that that would probably have made the game even more sweeter with like more, you see them scoring more goals, but it is what it is. But obviously the big controversy of the game, the goal. So I can't remember the player that played it and the ball is literally walking out of bounds. And 
Willock gets the ball and crosses it, and Joe Linton heads it back, and Anthony Gordon places it into the net. Before we get into the, uh, just what we spoke about earlier about Raya and how no one spoke about it, Raya came out to punch that ball. And he absolutely missed it. And he missed if it. He, if he got any contact on it, exactly, any contact, any. it would have avoided a goal. But he absolutely missed it. He and absolutely tried to missed scramble it. And yeah. So, and you know, obviously, no one's talking about that because of, cause of the controversy. But the, the controversial part of that goal comes when, you, when they play, when they. With all the replays, right, you see the ball is out of bounds. You oh. see it over the line. You see every I'm just give me a minute. You see everything yeah. over the over you see the ball over the line, right? Yeah. And okay, I get they don't want to call that because they have their reasons, you know. The technology is not enough to determine maybe the ball is hanging. Because you know the rule is if the ball is hanging, it's still in play. So maybe the ball is still hanging in the air. So I get that one. Okay, you don't want to call that a you don't want to say, okay, the ball is out of play. We get that. Then you come to the second controversial part, Joe Linton's header down. You could literally see on the replay, Jolinti's hand, two hands actually on the back of Gabriel, pushing him down. Isn't that still enough to call a foul? From a United fan's point of view. Sorry, Gabriel, you got to be more strong, mate. You got to be stronger, mate. Sorry. But from a mind of the fan's point of view, that should have also been ruled off. That was a clear push. On the like, clear, not even a push, a leap. So like, don't, exactly. That is, that on, on any other part of the pitch, that is a foul. So why wasn't that given there? Exactly. Well, as a United fan, Gabriel, you got to stand your ground, mate. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I completely get that, right? I completely get that. Maybe if it was one hand, right? If it was just a one hand push, I'll completely understand. But I mean, you could see the two hands on his back. And yeah, as I say, we're not going to spend, so I'm just going to leave that there. And then obviously the third controversial point, Anthony Gordon, if he was offside or not. That one all makes, that, that, you see, that one, I get, that one makes more sense. Out of the three, that one makes more sense because technically you, you couldn't see the ball. You couldn't see where the ball was when it was played. So uh, the camera angles were messed up. That's the one I get. But to the naked eye, three controversial parts of that goal, any of them could have been used to roll the goal off. But the bottom line, Arsenal lost. Yeah, bottom, <laughs> bottom line, Arsenal lost and yeah i'm so happy yeah bottom line has now lost um i'm not going as i say i'm not going to i had you called me after the game and i told you i had no emotion towards it, it i can is see a lot of emotion with your eyes now it's yeah but it's like <laughs> it's it's just it's one of those games where it was good but it could have been so much better you know what i mean if you guys had some more shots more attacking more everything yeah that that's where you know that's i think that's where no no one's faulting arsenal on that they shot yeah, just, on target throughout 90 minutes are you it's on the league team uh, that's i, I mean we're, we're missing we're missing that final that little part in the final third you know what i mean yeah, agreed. Yeah, 100%, yeah i agree anyways let's move on from that um i don't have any question of this from this game because i just told you um absolutely pissed at it well i'm not I don't, as i said no emotion on my part i'm i have no emotion towards it so i'm not going to spend too much time with it <laughs> wow i'm not going to spend too much time with it let's move on to the next controversial game we'll try not we'll try to talk about all the games but we'll talk from the best mouth-watering drama games to the least chelsea spurs mm. sports finally lost that made my weekend though that made my weekend. As an Arsenal fan, that made my weekend. I don't know why you guys are still on the same level, mate. No, we're not. 
No, I know. I, I, I do talk, talking like pod, like Ant, sorry. Talking like Ant. Oh, here we go. I think I think managers should just do their jobs, honestly. Manage your team. Bro, why are you talking <laughs> like Ant? So, obviously, Chelsea, Chelsea beats Spurs 4-1. Nicolas Jackson scoring a hat-trick. The most Michael. unimpressive hat-trick I've seen in my life. I think Michael Jackson scored a better hat-trick. And um, Spurs were down to 10 men. 10 men? So, Sorry, nine men. Nine men, actually. Some might say... Well, actually, no one can dispute those two red cards. Like, I mean, what are you disputing? Mm, the first one is all about referees evolving and it's not helping the game, honestly. Because back in the day, you see players like Vidic get the ball. The rule was if you get the ball before the player, it's a very good tackle. Yes or yes? Yes, but that's it, true. But in Romero... Because the referees are evolving, the game is changing, new rules and whatsoever. He clearly got the ball and his follow tree was a bit high and harsh on his ankle. And they said, oh, it's a red card. Never that. I mean, Never. I also... Back in the day, you can get the ball and Vidic follows through your whole career and it's not a foul. But, you know, I also think like, I think the referee was also basing it based on what happened previously. Because, you know, Romero went in previously. He had a, he had a challenge before that previously. So the referee is looking at it. Yeah, but... And, and the follow-through was nasty, though. It was nasty, but he got the ball. He doesn't, he doesn't control what happens after that. I'm so sorry. If you're going I feel like tackle, he could, though. I feel like he there, could. If, if he's pulling out, he's putting himself in the risk of an injury of a hamstring or a cramp or whatever. You cannot pull out of a challenge once you've already gone in. Unless you do not get the ball, then you can try to pull out. But you're getting the ball. How are you pulling out, David? Your, your, your muscle doesn't work like that. And I think I mean, referee, if he's basing it on the previous challenge, then I don't think he should... I'm not, I'm not going to dispute any referee. That's not what I'm here for. But what I'm saying is that back in the day, that is not a challenge. That is not a foul whatsoever. Well, um, I me mean, knowing who Cristiano Romero is, I think this they said this was his like seventh red card in like or eighth red card in like his sports. He's, he's the Premier League Right, I don't even know how like, but knowing who he is, right? I think me, I feel like that was ill intense. I feel like he allowed his emotions get to him, and I think that was the problem with sports. Sports obviously took the lead, and they allowed their emotions come because they had Chelsea on ropes though. Like the first twenty five minutes, they had Chelsea on ropes. They still had Chelsea and Ropes after the red card. Because Chelsea, honestly, for a, for a team to have two red cards and you're trying to play FIFA with their back line is, is, is honestly shocking. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, Chelsea, they need, they need help. Yeah. And Spurs could have easily taken that game. Chelsea, 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 Spurs allowed their emotions to get to them. And I think this would then lead me to my question. Obviously, Van der Ven, Van der then got injured. Looks like a hamstring might be out a minute. Madsen also had to come off half-time sub. Looked like he twisted an ankle. News came out today. Richardson is getting surgery on one of his bones. Romero out. The list, the injury list for Spurs keep going. Udogi, um, Udogi out also. So my question is, is this where Spurs, is this their stopping point? I think that this question has been answered in previous podcasts. No, no, you see, it was, did, it was did, asked did, differently did, though. Yeah, but I did say this. I said, um, if they have an injury, and I even called one player, not even multiple, I said, if Madison gets injured, they are done for. Lucky for them, there's a 75% chance of him playing because it's a knock. It's not something yeah. too serious, it's a knock. But they had more injury crisis more than I predicted I said Madison but they had more than that 
and I'm sorry, Ange, but you may be on the verge of saying um, managers to manage their club. I think you have a lot of managing to do now that your star boys are injured. Yeah, like it's so sad though. It's so sad. And for Chelsea, for Chelsea, is this their, is this their stepping stone? Do you see them? I mean, technically they play City next though. They, they do play City next. Do you, do you see them upsetting City? I don't, th- I don't see them scratching City. Because from the gameplay I saw from Chelsea against a nine-man squad was very was very FIFA Sunday League like you know yeah trying to play trying to play um the fact that they had about six one on ones and oh missed all of them Kukurela squared the ball Nicola Justin squared the ball Sterling squared the ball oh my god didn't want to. that match should have at least at least ended seven or eight one. From all the chances that they had, do you know, say, do you know I'll what I'll say? Myself? That, I'll say, yeah, you see that four-one. I'll say they were lucky. That's what I'll they say. Were lucky, I'll say yeah. They were lucky, because because Davis could have equalized. Son, if Son and Davis equalized, and that offside wasn't an offside, uh, I think Spurs would have won the game. Spurs, with Spurs could have exactly. Chelsea are so so on in that no. Do you, do you know I what think, I told myself? Yeah, I told myself that while I was watching the game, when after the red card, it was still. It was still 1-1. Chelsea are trying to find a way. And I'm like, if Chelsea cannot score against 10 men, these guys have bigger problems than they think. 100%. And you got Nicholas Jackson doing the C. <laughs> Mate, you need to see yourself, man. You have a lot. To, I don't know how you're a professional football. He needs, to, he needs to spend like a week on the training page. And this, this <laughs> why not... Is too little. And this is not us trying to like, and this is not Bans, us trying to like, not, exactly. This is not a band. This is us being 100% serious. 100% serious. Like, if, if I'm a supporter of Chelsea, I would wow. be pissed. I'll be pissed. The fact that, and I give credit to Ange, you know, because due to the fact that that also like made them lose, when I'm, like the offside trap made them lose, the offside trap actually kept them in the game for that long. Yeah. If you look at the bright side of it, I know people say, people post on, yeah, Sky Sports posted it on social media. Yeah, yeah, what? Or the you know CNT or whatnot posted it about the Highline or whatever, and Gary Neville also spoke about it. But if you actually look at it, they were in the game for that long because of that of because of that Highline. Because if they sat deep, and Chelsea should actually play the ball in their half, it's going to be just defending, 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 and that is going to be way worse than you think. Yeah, exactly. But you always like trying to give your keeper that space. They have to force it like a long pass, and your keeper can just like sweep it up like he did like four times that's what kept them in the game honestly because you know, if, like... if you allow this James Sterling Cole Palmer Nicola Jackson all of them in your box in your half it's going to be a problem yeah I know I like Andre I like him as a person as a manager not technically as him managing yeah. sports but I like him as a manager and he, he comes out and he says they ask him oh you're playing with nine men or highline all that stuff. and he says that's who we are mate and I like that because he, ha- he has given this sports side an identity like you see how they play now like there's yeah. an identity to this sports team and I actually like that like he has like do you know what I mean he has changed yeah. it so I'm not, I'm not really saying he has changed it because well, yeah in the past, in the previous like sports managers, we always saw that first season difference. Sports are like United are like the same thing. First season they make a difference. Second season goes back to the usual United and United usual sports. Until the Conte's first season, sports a threat. He did that um, beep test. People were like, oh, they're going to be dangerous. They were dangerous. In the second season, Conte started throwing pointing fingers at everyone. In the dressing room and the board and whatnot. Marina as well. Marina said something needs to be fixed in this squad. 
He said that against Spurs. He said that for Spurs and also City for United. Spurs and United are going to the same crisis. But credit to Anne, she's making them look very good now. Yeah. First season wonders. We'll see Definitely. hopefully the second season he can keep up. Definitely. Um. So that game done and dusted. Jackson, credit to him. Credit to him. No whoop, credit to him. Whoop City do. Let's get on with our life. City Bournemouth. Ooh, that was bad. Trashing. City trashing Bournemouth six. Doku had five, four assists and one goal. Man, Absolute man of the match performance from him. I reckon I would have done that before. If I played yeah. that match. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to talk much on this game. I mean, I didn't give Bournemouth any chance, even a bit. But I think the only thing we'll say, obviously, and we'll bring in FPL at this point, Haaland, Haaland obviously went off halftime injured. So those of us that captain Haaland and for Spider Trip captain him, we lost points on that. But luckily for us, he's back though, and scoring back to his very best, scoring obviously today on the Champions, in the Champions League. Any, do you have any other things to say on this game? I would love to swear, but I can't. So I'll just say thank you, Haaland, for wasting my triple captain. Thank you. Thank you to Haaland. I appreciate you because I captained you. I mean, I, the only the other option I could have was Son, and Son didn't necessarily do much. So uh, it is what it is. My FPL is still, I'm still third in my league. So it's okay. It's all good. But yeah, City, City to their very best. Well, they looked to their very best. Six, as I said again, Doku, four assists and a goal. Phil Foden looked electric. Bernardo Silva looked like Bernardo Silva. Rodri controlled that midfield. Phil Foden makes the game look so easy. And that's what exactly. Did you see his goal in Champions League today? Oh my, he has so much potential. Where did he come from? He makes it look so easy. He is so talented. He's, he's so underrated as well. Yeah. Don't you know, you know when people... When people compare him and Saka, I mean, I'm not going to say who is better now, but I feel like that should not be a comparison. Like, they are both equally good. That should not be a comparison. That's like comparing Peter to David, you know? Like, they're both equally good. But, uh, you know, you know, if you're the fans, if you're listening, you know. <laughs> That's crazy. Let's move on to another game that I'll just touch on for a bit because I don't think there's anything there to touch on. United won 1-0 against Fulham. Ooh. Give me a second, please. I think there's a lot to touch on in that match. What do you mean by there's not? There's not I don't think there's them. I think United did their usual self. They didn't play that well, but they were still able to dig out a result. Wow. I, I mean, that's all I'm saying. Like, this is, this is what we saw last week also. Like, they played. Now you know I so, so, so United played a Fulham team that cannot put the ball moving at the back on. of the net. Moving on. No, I'm just let me, let me just tell you what let me tell you what I mean. <laughs> they played a Fulham team that cannot put the ball at the back of the net. Wow. They got the win. Wow. Kudos to United. But wow. you can't go up against you can't go up against a city team that puts six or a Newcastle team and expect to win a game. With your poor performances, you can't. You can't just like they will allow you netting. I'm sorry, net, but um, why are you threatening United? I'm not threatening United. That is now, a threat. Though. That is a threat, and we are taking that as a threat, and we are going to file the case. Let us enjoy our victory. We are going through a lot right now, internally and externally. Let us enjoy our victory in peace. Thank you so much. Because he lost. <laughs> next game. Let's move on to the next game. Luton Liverpool. Luton Liverpool. Obviously. Luton played a hell of a game there. Yeah. Like, Luton looked amazing. On a regular day, we could come in and say, 
Liverpool, Dominic Subsly. Dominic Subsly played the game. Musala was on it. But I came out from this game and Liverpool looked so casual. Like, they looked like I think, they I think, I think they underestimated Luton way too much before the game. That's what I, that's from, like, a viewer's perspective. Like, they did not play the game with that much subtlety that, okay, we're coming here to score, like, six goals. They played it like, we're expecting six goals from this match. But instead, they got a, a game from a former Sunday League team. Yeah, I think my crazy. team can go against Liverpool and get a victory, I think. It's crazy. Just be serious. Just be serious. Just be no, honestly, King's Heat, King's Heat, Rangers, C. I reckon we can go against Liverpool and get his, and get his corner out of that. Honestly. But Luton, Luton looked like they snatched the three points. They could have snatched the three points to Luis Diaz. Again, big ups to Luis Diaz. With yeah. all he's going through, being able to still come on and give, rescue a point for Liverpool, I think. Yeah. There was a riddle I saw on social media. Tell me one thing United did this week that Arsenal didn't. Yeah, that's for the fans to know. Um, moving on, please. Okay. Um, I'll touch on this one for a minute, but obviously West Ham lost their game again. Even after coming off that unbelievable high against Arsenal, they lost to Bradford 3 2. Anything from there? What a goal from Kudus. Oh my god. What a goal. He had to take a sit. <laughs> he is. <laughs> I don't think he believed it himself. I don't think he believed he did that himself. Scored a beautiful goal in the weekend against in the week like week against Arsenal. And now then came on a beautiful goal against Brentford. It's so sad they lost though. It's so sad they lost because Antonio had a chance, but I think it was miscommunication between him and was it um Benrama, who I don't know who it was. But it was yeah, a bit of Benrama, miscommunication. miscommunication back post. That should have been an easy goal. But yeah. After they missed that then Brentford started, you know. And uh, Mope, Collins, and yeah, also an on goal as well in that game. So, yeah, um, Movapanelas, I don't think I pronounced his name correctly, don't but yeah, the Greek, the Greek former Arsenal defender from Greece. So, yeah, then um, big ups to Sheffield getting their first win against Wolves. Again, the penalty, I don't know, the penalty for Sheffield to win the game, I don't know though. Honestly, I don't know, but they need they need that confidence. Yeah, definitely they need. That. I just think that was a that was a very controversial penalty. So that was all I will say for it. Again, Burnley have lost. I'm starting to get scared for them, and I'm starting to get worried. Actually, that's the proper phrase. Worried. They're worried for them. Though. I, I I don't know. They lost to Palace two 0 I don't know. I'm I'm starting to actually get worried though. Should I be? You're worried about something different. I'm worried about the fact that City is now top of the table and we know whenever they're top, they never leave there. That's what I'm worried about. Everton and Brighton drew 1-1. I don't know. Ashley Young on goal. <laughs> I mean, technically, right? I hear, I'm hear i hearing pundits saying, oh, he should have done this, he should have done that. And I'm thinking in my mind, what exactly could he have done more to like not prevent that? I love you the fact I mean? that you, you said pundits. There are reasons why those pundits are retired or some of them are still at the age of Ashley Young and Ashley Young is still playing professionally. So I think they should be pundits and let Ashley Young be the footballer. That's it. Because I, I looked, I had to rewatch it. I'm like, he literally goes in there. The guy's about to cross or shoot. As a defender, your first instinct, let me block this ball. And he does that. And it sadly goes into the back of the net. Like, I don't know what more you can... Like, I don't know. At the age, he is still performing. Showing no sign of fatigue, <laughs> I think. Pundits should be pundits and let the professional be professional. Yeah, definitely. 
And I think last but not least, Luton. Sorry, not Luton. Forest Villa. Villa lost away from home. Well, I guess that, that matters since they win all their games at home. But they, they have lost away from home to Forest. Oh, Forest played absolutely good football. This guy's goal, Ola Aina, his goal was... That was good football by Forest, though. Yeah. Um, Arsenal Villa need to also win away games. I don't think they have won more than two away games this season, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think their losses in the... Their losses have come away. So they have they have had three losses in the league. Yes, one... I think... I think um, yeah, I think Liverpool they... away. They lost to Liverpool away. And they lost to Villa away. So all their losses have come away from home. Sorry, not Villa. Newcastle away. All their losses have come away from home. So I think Villa Park is in the Anfield. I hope not, though, because if they hope to just rely on home wins, that's 19 points. That's, sorry, that's 19 games. 19 games, and they might not win all those 19 games. So uh, 19 times 3, that's just 57 points. That's max. Just, just. I mean, give or take 57 points. Give or take they finish with 60 points. That was probably just like I think that's eight. Securing, securing conference football, I think. Yeah, it's conference league. So they, if they want to actually play European football, they need to start winning away games. So, and last, I think lastly, before we just leave, before we end the show, obviously, cause we'll be on IG live again this Friday. This time it'll just be two of us. We won't bring any external spoiler <laughs> don't, show. Don't say spoil. It just influences the scoreline. Exactly. Yeah. But lastly, before we end this amazing episode, Harry Kane, you know, obviously he's not in the prem, so technically we don't talk about him too much. But Bayern played. Dortmund this weekend, the DFB, they are class, they are derby. I don't know what it's called, right? And he scored a hat trick. Harry Kane, give him the match, brother Kane. He's lighting up the Bundesliga. I mean, no dig at the Bundesliga, but I, I kind of think it's normal. Like that, the, that, the player of his caliber, I think that's a normal thing. With the quality around him, yeah, he's going to be a problem. Exactly. Like, they comfortably won what you think is the second best team in that league. It's just him. like, it's just like, um, and a classical for Germany. And they won it 4-0. 4-0. Like, they, they actually did not stress. Like, but there's another team in that league that is causing havoc. Bayer Leverkusen. This guy... Oh my God, Xavi Alonso, the manager of that team, they are looking like, like City, but minus one. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like their football. Like I, I was, I was watching highlights of their game, and it's crazy, like how they play. It's like City, but like just less players, with less known players, and like less rhythm to it. Do you get what I mean? Bayern Leverkusen. So. I think they are first. They are they are both by with like maybe a point or two. I can't. Remember. I don't. I don't know which of them. They are both by with I think about a point or two. So yeah. So guys, we've come to the end of another episode. Thank you guys for listening to this to this amazing episode. We hope you guys enjoy it. We'll be back on IG Live this Friday with our match week twelve predictions. That's the match week. The last match week before the last international break of the year. So. Well, come to the end of another episode. <laughs> As usual, thank you guys so much for your support. We hope you keep vibing with us. We love you. We love you guys so much. So I do. I love you guys so much. Keep up the good work, and yeah, yeah, keep up the good work, guys. Catch you guys in the next episode. Have an amazing week. We're out. Peace.